Hey, what's up, guys? The Lucha Org podcast coming your way. Steve Smee here along with Rick. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, guys? Guys, we have two number 288 of our podcast. We're going to talk about Anavar in this one. So, um, Anavar, it's the popular trademark name of Exandrolone. It is an oral anabolic steroid. It is considered a weak steroid in the bodybuilding community, but a lot of bodybuilders have a misconception about it. So we're going to kind of get into everything about it. It is still a very, very awesome steroid. So I'm going to bring in Rick to tell you about the history before we uh, dig deeper into it. Tell us about the history, buddy. All right. So Xandrolone was created in that era that uh, I've discussed before, the golden era. Um, around 1962 is when it was first uh, described. There were a couple of uh, researchers that did work with uh, steroids, Rafael Papo and uh, Jay Young. Yeah, they um, worked for Shirley back then, now Pfizer, and they basically uh, created Oxandrolone. Uh, in 1964, it was approved for uh, pharmaceutical use, it seems like, and the drug was prescribed to promote like uh, regrowth and, and muscle when there was a issue with weight loss and treatment you know, for AIDS patients and things like that. It is still available for our prescription in the U.S. It is one of very few steroids that are still allowed to be prescribed by a doctor if, uh, if he feels he's got a, a good reason to. And uh, it's been used for a long time. It's been used since uh, 1964. And it's always been used as a cutter. And it's probably the one and only steroid that any woman should think about using if she wanted to use steroids because it's so mild. It has all of the good muscle building effects of other steroids, but it won't give her a lot of virilization that the other steroids do. So uh, yeah, that's, that's it, man. It's still in use today, since 1964. It's about it on the history on it. All right, guys. So let's talk a little bit about the administration of Anavar. Um, although some sources may attempt to do it in a suspension form, um, injectable forms of Anavar are extremely rare. I, I may have seen it from one or two UGLs, um, but it doesn't sell well that way. So 99% of the time, it's going to be found as an oral anabolic steroid. So let's talk about um, a little bit. It is considered very anabolic, but not very anergenic. The ratio is 450 anabolic and 24 anergenic. Now, you know, those are just ratios on paper, guys. It does not translate to real life. But in this, in this case, I would say it's probably twice as anabolic than, than testosterone and very, very little androgenic. So that's why a lot of women like to use it. And we'll kind of get into that later. So how does Anavar work? Um, Anavar is part of the DHT dihydrotestosterone derivative family. It's got a added atom which is replacing the carbon two and the A ring. So that causes the anabolic boost in the steroid. And it also prevents any metabolic breakdown. So um, it's great for uh, preventing muscle wasting prevention and it has tremendous uh, benefits um, for in the medical community, but also especially with bodybuilders where you're gonna get some nice rock hard anabolic resort, results, vascular, dry muscle, lean mass. Um, now, uh, one of the other things about Anavar that you may not be aware of 
is that it has the ability to avoid being destroyed by the liver because it has a methyl group addition. So it is a 17 alpha alkylated compound. So there is liver toxicity with it. A lot of people don't think that is. So you definitely want to be using your N2 guard when you're using the Anavar so you don't get um, a strained liver on it. One of the other things that's really cool about it is its ability to de decrease the glucocorticoid hormone. So those are nasty muscle-wasting hormones like cortisol. And what those do is they kind of eat away at your muscle and uh, prevent you from building a lot of muscle. as kind of the body's way of um, um, you know, balancing things out. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to help with that. It's going to help with nitrogen retention in muscles like all anabolic steroids do. Um, it does that very well um, specifically. So all, all in all, guys, when you take Anabar, you're going to get a very anabolic effect in the body. So it's going to make it easier for you to build nice, clean, lean muscle mass. Uh, Rick, um, what have been some of the benefits that you've noticed on Anabar over the years from your, yourself and your clients? You know, I got to tell you, I don't have a lot of personal experience with Anabar. I didn't find much of a place in using it when I, when I needed something. I've had tried it for sure. Um, I will say experience, just collective experience from everything I've seen. You know, Anabar is one of those uh, steroids that a lot of people like, a lot of the newbies like. You know, there's some guys that have great genetics and all they'll do is just Anabar, these Anabar only cycles and leave it at that. It's very mild. I think because it, you don't feel uh, the side effects on it, but you can see the results on it. It tends that uh, tend, uh, makes a lot of guys overdo it. You know, they'll they'll go up there. You know, eighty, a hundred makes a day, because at that point you're you know you're you're damaging your liver, but you're not gonna you're not gonna notice it every single day the way you would if you were doing say that much Dianabol or that much Winstrol, even anything else. You know, the side effects on it are pretty mild, so people tend to abuse it. It will wreck your uh, cholesterol levels, so that's something to be on the lookout for. Um, I think Anavar may be one of the most abused steroids out there. Some women stay on Anavar way longer than, than six weeks because they're not worried about post-psychotherapy and things like that. They'll just stay on it definitely almost. I know someone who's been on it for months and months and months and months between competitions. So it's, it tends to be, I think, abuse because it seems to be so side effect free when you're taking it. Yeah. I mean, I personally, for me, I always would rather use something like Turinable, like Tebow and be done with it or, uh, or, in, or an injectable and be done with it. Anavar just seemed to be real expensive and I had to get up to about 60 megs a day to really kind of for it to compare to what I'm looking for you know, when I'm taking Turinable. But then again, you know, I'm real strict with my diet. So maybe uh, with really, really good diet, to me, Turinable was cheaper and, and worked better than Anavar did, right? With really good strict diet. Maybe someone who wasn't as good in their diet might have might have found a, a different result. And so they did want to use Anavar instead, I guess. But just just to me, I was, I was actually also having a, a conversation with a competitor couple of days ago at a gym dude competes and he tells me that when he's in contest prep he tends to hold a lot of liquids and he's tried everything uh from turinable down to everything he says winstrol and anabar work great for him not to 
hold so much liquid up to, up to competition and he's doing his oral. But when he makes his joints feel pretty, uh, pretty bad and he's had some bad experiences with, with injuries going up to competition. So all he does is Anavar because he says it helps him uh, stay pretty dry when, you know, Terenimal didn't or, or Winstrel didn't. So this is just some, something someone reported uh, to me. Uh, I was talking about specifically this, uh, you know, uh, oral steroids for running up to competition and Anavar we, we discussed. And he says this is all he does. And he's been competing now for, you know, some seven, eight years now. So there is some truth to that, what, what that guy is noticing, because Anavar does do something kind of interesting when it comes to fat burn. Um, it actually has been shown in studies to have a direct lipolysis promotion. So um, one of the re ways it does that is it reduces thyroid binding globulin. Um, so it makes your thyroid perform better. Um, another way it does this too is by boosting your, your metabolic rate. But look at the guys, I mean, if you're 20% body fat and you, th you hop on Anavar and you think Anavar is going to shred you up and you know, you're going to look like Connor McDavid overnight, it's just not going to work. So you really got to already be lean to, to really get, the uh, the benefits from it another uh thing that your your buddy is noticing is the the fact that it cannot aromatize into estrogen so when you take it you're not going to get any water retention you're not going to have to worry about gynecomastia you're not going to worry about bloat um now the downside is is the hd can enlarge your prostate a little bit and cause head hair follicles so um if you abuse anavar i mean we're talking you know if you use 75 milligrams or 100 milligrams or 150 milligrams like some guys do then those kind of issues can really uh, come up but um anavar though if you use it properly um those issues will be kept to a minimum because i mean you're really not supposed to use um liver toxic orals for a long period of time anyway. The last thing that Anavar does really well too is it binds to sex hormone gliding globulin, SHBG. So that will actually make your steroid stack even better. It's gonna make the other steroids work better in, in your stack. So that's a good reason why really that Anavar should be stacked. And uh, Rick mentioned some of the dosages earlier. I think for women, a dosage of five to 10 milligrams a day is ample. I think for men, a dosage of between 40 and 60 milligrams a day is pretty ample. So um, you can go ahead and uh, talk about what, what the best things to stack Anavar with, Rick. Anavar is a really good stack with a lot of uh, different uh, steroids out there. Now, most guys using Anavar are either looking to cut or they're looking for lean gains, not bulking, right? So good uh, cutting stacks on Anavar, um, Anavar Winnie. You know, a lot of uh, women might use that coming up to competitions. That's a really, really good stack. It's strong. Anavar and test, Anavar works great. You're going to be able to utilize that test much better, much more free tests. If you're looking for like lean gains, really good lean gains, Anavar and Primo Bolin, those two are pretty damn good for, for good, hard lean gains. They won't come on really fast and quickly, those gains, but whatever you gain, you will keep once you come off this stuff, providing, you know, you post cycle off properly, make sure you run a full post cycle, HG Generate ES, guys, I'm plugging my products. So um, yeah, just make sure you are, uh, and also diet, you know, Anavar works great, like you mentioned, Steve, fat loss, all these things with good diet, good, nice, clean diet. To me, that's always made the difference. You know, no matter what I was uh, injecting, my diet was clean. If I had a good program that fit 
my goals and my needs and was kind of tailored what my body likes to do and how my body likes to refeed. And that's it, man. It's, it's diet is so really important with Anabar. I don't, I can't stress that enough. It's one of those steroids where if your diet is clean and, and you're eating the right amounts and good, clean stuff, I mean, you're going to make some really, really good changes on it. If your diet is not on point or if you're trying to bulk with it or something weird like that, you're, you're probably going to be disappointed. You might want to go down the line and use something else. So guys, the half-life of Anavar is about eight or nine hours. So twice a day dosage will, will be perfectly fine. A lot of guys like to do a dose in the morning and a dose in the evening. Um, when you take the N2 guard with it, you want to make sure you spread the N2 guard out. Um, you don't take the N2 guard within two hours of, of a dosage of an oral. Correct, uh, Rick? Yes, guys, N2 guard. If you're going to take N2 guard, make sure that they're not in the gut with the oral steroid at the same time. Ideally, you'd want to take your steroids on and as, as empty of, an, of a stomach as possible, and you'd want to take your N2 guard with meals. So you can take, you know, you need about seven capsules of N2 guard every day to run the program. So you can just do about five in the morning, all seven if you want with breakfast in the morning. Um, if you're eating six meals a day, if you're intermittent fasting, obviously you want to have your, uh, your N2 guard uh, with your first uh, meal in the afternoon, whatever it is. And then your oral steroids, you want to have sort of an empty stomach. You know, if you're going to do AM cardio, I would, I would slam my first uh, orals of the day with my uh, big jug of water before I did my 20 minute cardio session. You know, that's a, that's a good spot. And then if you're doing six meals a day, then bit later after your cardio, you'd eat and then you have your N2 guard. So you don't want to have them in the gut at the same time because those orals are just, you're just not going to feel like they're doing anything. Your liver's going to deactivate them pretty quickly uh, when you do it that way. So you want to make sure to N2 guard with the meals and your steroids on, on as empty of a stomach as possible. At that, at that really empty point in between meals is, is probably the, the best time to take your orals in my opinion. All right, guys. So let's talk about some of the other side effects. You know, it, it is, even though AFR is, is a mild uh, steroid, uh, doesn't mean you should disrespect it and think that you can just abuse the shit out of it. So like all anabolic steroids, anabar is going to be suppressive. So your pituitary glands are going to shut down when you take it. Um, they're not going to produce the LH and FSH and your lytic cells aren't going to function. So when you take anabar, um, you'll notice your balls probably will shrink and that's because uh, your lytic cells aren't getting stimulated anymore. So um, I've read some things from, you know, some online uh, gurus and some YouTube experts that say, Oh, you can use Anavar. It's not suppressive at low dosages. And you know, it's, it's a weak steroids. So you don't have to worry about doing PCT. No, no, no. It's that's just bro science guys. You treat Anavar with respect um, run it properly. Make sure you take your N2 generate with it. So, uh, you keep your balls nice and plump when you're on it. And then, um, PCT guys, you have to have a good PCT and, um, a low dose CIRM, um, along with your N2 generate will be a really good uh, PCT for if you use N2 generate extra strength, that's even better. Um, some of the other side effects, guys, we talked about the hepatoxicity. Um, that means quite simply, you should not be taking other drugs with it that do, aren't liver toxic. Aspirin, for example, is liver toxic. So if you are having a bad day and you have a headache and you take an aspirin, then you need to basically take the Anavara 
a few hours later, don't take the aspirin with the Anovar. Alcohol consumption, that's a no-no. It's a no-no regardless. I just had a client, I um, talking, uh, he wants to know, is it okay if he uh, drinks alcohol uh, at a wedding? And I told him, I'm like, dude, I mean, alcohol is not good for you. Whether you're at a wedding or on cycle, off cycle, it's not good for you. But especially on any oral antibiotic steroid that is liver toxic, it is not a good idea, guys. You got to take care of your liver. Um, now, one of the other side effects that we haven't mentioned so far, I'm going to bring in Rick for this, is the pumps. So, Rick, explain to everyone listening what a pump is, how to help combat it, and what are some of the most common types of pumps that people notice on Anavar? Yeah, the pumps are, are basically when you get a, a really tight muscle pump on a muscle that you don't want to get tensed up. Like when you get shin splints, you know, that muscle that runs right along your tibia will get tight. Uh, lower back are, are also not good pumps to have. And I found just massaging, uh, definitely a warm, uh, warm shower, warm baths, and um, warm presses help relieve some of that tension. Also, more recently, taurine also helps out. But yeah, man, uh, it's, it's part of using steroids. And some guys get it worse than others. You're going to have a lot worse if your uh, dosage is, is way up there. Uh, that goes along with the abuse of, of Anavar. You know, a lot of guys will use it for uh, six weeks and feel fine and think they can go a little bit longer. And you really shouldn't. You shouldn't be on an oral more than six weeks. So, so yeah, mainly the pumps is uh, stretching, massaging, warm press, definitely some taurine, electrolytes, coconut water, uh, pre-workout helps coconut water. Uh, if you're going to do some some activity in the afternoon and it's not fasted cardio, coconut water helps. Yeah, that's the best for, for the pumps in my opinion. Yeah, for me, the lower back pumps on Anavar were, were really bad. I can remember I was running a mile, about three quarters of the way th- into it my lower back just got so tight and i never had lower back pumps because i've run other orals and uh, like the e-ball gave me really bad pumps in my calves and the other orals gave me pumps to, you know different places you know in my biceps and stuff but i've never had lower back pumps but i've read about them so the first time i used anavar i was like wow now i know what people are talking about when they when they talk about lower back pumps so um yeah, definitely do uh, what Rick recommended. That'll help. But at the end of the day, if you are an endurance athlete, it's not a good idea to use Anavar because when you're running for long distances, the pumps are going to get really, really bad. They're probably going to start in your back. And then if you continue running, they're going to also end up in your shins, front of your uh, front lower leg, and even the calf pumps as well. So very counterproductive if you are an endurance athlete. Uh, to be using Anavar because of the Anavar pumps, which are legendary. But, you know, the pump can be a beautiful thing. If you like to uh, do high rep, high volume in the gym, getting a nice bicep pump, a nice calf pump. I mean, it's, there's nothing like it. So Anavar, I like Anavar because it's low side effects. And, you know, the results are very underrated on it. And, and the reason that results are underrated on it is because we've, especially during the nineties, it was all about size, size, size. Everyone wanted size. And so guys didn't like to use Anavar because Anavar doesn't give you water retention. So guys are like, ah, this shit's garbage. I only gained four pounds 
on my anabar cycle well those four pounds you gain were good quality four pounds and if you look at a picture of yourself before cycle and after cycle four pounds of good clean muscle is a huge difference versus taking something like d-bowl and putting on 10 15 20 pounds of mostly water weight and bloating up like a pig. So, hey, that's my opinion, guys. It depends on your goal. Some guys just want to get big. Some guys want to just bulk up. That's fine. Anavar is not going to give you a good bang for your buck. But if you'd like to take something mild, you'd like to take something that's going to put on lean muscle mass, then Anavar is really good. And plus, the strength gains on Anavar are very underrated. Like, people think that Anavar won't give you strength gains. It will. It is it is uh, is really really good with strength, especially when you stack it with an androgen. So if you stack it with testosterone or you stack it with trend, those androgenic compounds stack really well with it and will give you a good strength boost in your cycle. Yeah, it's a great steroid, uh, all around great steroid. Uh, it's a favorite by many people. It's a favorite newbie steroid, which leads to part of the abuse. A lot of guys that are using Anavar are not about the lifestyle there. That's their uh, entry into steroids to save Anabar. And they'll still drink a couple of times a, uh, a month and, you know, misuse it, abuse it, run it too long and not have blood work done before and after, you know, all these uh, mistakes that people make because they don't respect it. They, they think it's a walk in the park uh, steroid and, and it's preferred by newbies, you know, so the cost of Anavar guys is very high. And the reason it's high is because, you know, during the, uh, I believe it was the nineties, Anavar was actually banned. And uh, for a few years, guys did not have access to it. So um, anyone who was lucky enough to have some stashed away, guys were so desperate to get it that they were overpaying for it. So that kind of got the price up. Then another pharmaceutical company started producing it a few years later and they noticed the high demand for it. So of course they want to make money. So they jacked up the price. And since then, Anavar has been overpriced. So, um, you know, for like a typical six week cycle, if you're running 50 milligrams a day, you're probably going to shell out a solid two, 300 bucks just for the Anavar. And um, that probably is a little on the lower end, to be honest with you. But um, guys, you want to be careful with Anavar. It's, it's one of the most heavily fake steroids. I've used Anavar a lot of times, and I would say half the time I used Anavar, I used fake Anavar. So, um, you know, that should tell you all you got to know. And um, so you really want to make sure you get a good source that's trustworthy. And, you know, when you use it, you should not notice any bloat on it. Um, and you shouldn't notice too many androgenic side effects. Otherwise, they're probably giving you something like D-Bowl instead. What do you think, Rick? T-Bowl. I think they use a lot of uh, T-Bowl to fake both Anabar and Winstrol because T-Bowl is so cheap. It won't see Dianabol. If you get slipped Dianabol instead of Anabar, you, can, you might be able to tell right away because of the conversion to estrogen. You might be using Anabar to begin with because you're prone to estrogen side effects. So as soon as those start coming along on D-Bolt, you'll know right away. But Turinabol, how could you really tell if instead of uh, 10 meg Anavars, you have, you know, 4 meg uh, Turinabol uh, taps? You don't, you can't tell. Unless you, you've done many cycles of both and know your body well and can see some other uh, subtle side effects uh, from having done one or the other. But yeah, it's, it's faked a lot. I mean, it's just a very expensive steroid. 
it's up there in price is some of the most is one of the most expensive ones up there with a primo bowlin it's very expensive and it's faked a lot it's faked quite a lot because the profit margin on it you know if, if a source is sending you four mig to rentable tabs and you think they're uh, 10 mega uh, anavar you have just a profit margin it's just incredible and something like that and the majority of people might not be able to tell the difference especially the newbies that are using anavar because it's so safe it's such a kind of no-brainer steroid you don't need anti-estrogens with it you don't need uh, to worry about your hair with it you don't need to worry about prostate with it you don't need to worry about a lot of things with it so guys, before we close up, let me give you a couple cycle ideas. If you want to use uh, Anavar Solo, they're completely okay. I don't have a problem with that. Um, some guys will tell you, oh, you can't use an oral by itself. That's just not true. I mean, it's steroids are steroids. You can, you can use a, <laughs> anything you want by itself. Um, so in that case, six to seven weeks, 50 milligrams a day for a man, and then five to 10 milligrams a day for a woman for the same amount of time. And then obviously you want to make sure you do a PCT, especially if you're a male. Um, if you want strength gains and you want to use Anavar, um, I would do 200 milligrams a week of trend along with uh, 50, 40 to 50 milligrams a day of the Anavar. And again, six weeks, seven weeks on both. And you'll have tremendous uh, results. Um, a nice low side effect cycle for trend would, would, be, would be that. Um, another option is you can always stack it with testosterone. You can stack it with testosterone, no problem. Maybe test propionate. Another six, seven week cycle, boom, you know, you get, you get good results on that. So there's different ways to use it. Um, those are my, uh, you know, my uh, example, those are examples to use it. But I think those, those examples make the most sense because it is something you want to stack with an androgen for, to get the best results. Any, any final words, Rick, before we close up? Yeah, uh, Anavar, uh, for anybody out there, just want to stay in really good shape and not be on something year round. Uh, if you want to do like an Anavar only cycle, like a, a six by 60, man, six weeks by 60 uh, milligrams per day. That's it. Just six weeks, 60 milligrams per day. Make sure that you cycle it properly during a time that you're able to really watch your diet, really push hard in the gym. If you run a couple of those cycles per year and you're real consistent with your training and your diet all year and you have a good testosterone levels, maybe you're taking some good supplements to help along. You can look great just on a couple of Anavar cycles per year, just two, uh, six by 60, six weeks, 60 mix, um, testosterone boosters, proper PCT, uh, proper liver support, N2 guard, HG generate, and you're in business. You're good to go. Gonna look great with, you, with your shirt off and look awesome. So that's, it's a good, it's a good newbie, uh, newbie cycle. It's a good setup for anybody that's not looking for, for a lot. They just want a little extra push a couple of times per year. It's a good way to run it. And you can do that for several years before you kind of exceed what the Anavar can do for you by itself. You know, as long as you're, you're strict with everything else with diet training, uh, you'll, you'll get some great results from it. All right, guys. And final word of wisdom. I know we mentioned it already, but women listening to this, if you want to use Anavar, please be careful. Um, I have a lot of horror stories from women who have used what they thought was Anavar, but it was really something else. And they got a lot of bad side effects. So please, please, please make sure you trust your source and you're getting legit Anavar. And if you're not sure, don't use it. If you get on it and after like a few days, something seems wrong, 
stop using it because um, you can end up with some serious permanent side effects if you're a woman and you're you're really using something like Dbol. I, I couldn't imagine uh, using 10 milligrams of Dbol as a woman. Uh, not good. So just please be careful, guys. And if you're a girl and you got your hands on legitimate Anavar and you're using it, don't overdo it. Women tend to be guilty of overdoing Anavar a lot because women are not concerned about their testicles shrinking, of course, and because the, the liver side effects are not bothering them every single day, they'll tend to go a lot longer than they should, especially because for a woman, the difference on how she feels and how she looks when she's on and off Anavar is night and day. Once the Anavar is out of her system, man, it, everything feels different. So a lot of women will tend to overdo it to continue to have that feeling. And it's just not good. It's not a good practice. Uh, six weeks is all anybody should do. And that's, you know, taking liver support. I, I don't know. I, I just know there are a lot of girls out there overdoing the Anavar that are going to have some real issues down the line. All right, guys and gals, thanks for listening to this podcast. Next week, we're going to have another chemical podcast. So be on the lookout for it. Thanks for listening. For Steve, Smee, and Rick, have a good one. Have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, guys. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.